Hey everyone, it's Kendra Rommel with The Rommel Report. This is a podcast where I interview the who's who within my community to build your business and help you build your network. Most of all, build your wealth portfolio. Join me on my adventures with friends where I interview them to get you the most valuable content for your business so you too can scale up. I am here today with Reed Worthington of CrossFit Lumberyard. This is one of my most favorite places away from home. Um, I work out here, I have friends here, and um, they see me in my good and bad. So I wanted to introduce you to Reed and talk a little bit about why this place is so special. Reed, talk to us about CrossFit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, this is CrossFit Lumberyard. We've been open for about six years now. And we just try to create an environment where everyone feels welcome and happy and we try to make it a safe place for everyone to succeed. So, so why CrossFit? Why CrossFit? That's a great question. Kind of fell into CrossFit after football. I was working at a gym, I got laid off, and I just really enjoyed the standardized movement of what they did. Air squat's been around for 2,000 years. People have been doing pull-ups for hundreds of years on different apparatuses, whether they're trees or anything, but they really set a standard to what movement is, and then you can compete based off that. So that's how I got hooked, was the whole competition aspect of it. It was, oh, I can work out and go compete and kind of fuel that competitive nature, and so that's why I got into CrossFit. So do you feel like this gym would be the same with or without CrossFit in front of its name? Absolutely. Okay, and you feel that way because of what CrossFit represents or what Reed Worthington represents and the philosophies marrying up with, with what CrossFit is? Yeah, I would say it's a good combination of both. I come from a football background, so when people come in here and if they have any sort of athletic experience, I tell people I try to run it like a college football weight room. And that's not, that's not CrossFit, right? But if you kind of go into a workout for an hour a day with that mindset of we have an hour, we have an hour to get things done, and this is the discipline we're gonna take, then I think that's a good like cohesion of both of them. So. Speaking of discipline, um, I know being in the gym that we work with a lot of youth and a lot of sports teams, both from high school level to professional level. Right. Um, how do you train the varied skill level and athleticism from a kid who's used to only playing video games to mm. the professional athlete coming off in off season? I think it's important just to build a relationship with people and evaluate how they move. And movement can be uh, kind of screened through multiple apparatuses or just their own body weight. So whether they're a professional athlete, just because they're a professional athlete doesn't mean that they can do a good squat. Right, so we like to see where their deficiencies are and kind of build them up from there to make them a better performer. When I do train professional athletes, they're already a professional athlete. I don't need to play with, if they're a baseball player, their throwing motion, but what I wanna do is increase their uh, muscular endurance, their ability to produce power. Now with your kid who comes in here and who's never lifted a weight or we'll call it a 16, 17 to 21 year old who's never experienced CrossFit before or exercise, we just run them through a basic evaluation screen on how they move and start them from the ground up. Pretty much where everyone starts from is check the box, X's and O's, and then we develop a game plan with them to help them succeed, so. That's awesome. So um, I know just being part of the gym, we started this new movement with wearing heart monitors and yeah. um, 
as we're talking through, you know, how you adapt training per anyone's individual need, there is a common denominator of getting in, getting functional fitness, but in that we've taken it a step further with the heart monitors and um, it seems like you're harnessing uh, what each person's body is doing beyond just watching them and formulating an opinion. So why are these the things that separate you from your competitors, let's say? Well, I would say a lot of different gyms or avenues do the heart rate monitor, but I think it's the way that you apply it to the individual. And we can really monitor a person from the very beginning of class and scale and adjust their workouts to kind of fit that target heart rate zone. We don't want someone to jump all the way up and peak within five minutes. We want to create endurance because life is endurance, right? It's not a one rep max. It's not a go two minutes as hard as you can. It's let's see what different movements and elements your body reacts to because we're all different. Uh, we like to use that heart rate monitor zone to uh, evaluate people when they first come in the gym. It's going to be part of our, our new implication of, hey, let's hop so-and-so on a bike. Wow, they're spiking their heart rate right now. Let's tone it back a little bit. We, they might not have some endurance that we might have assumed by looking at them. Um, come on in. So That's awesome. So um, did you always envision yourself as a business owner <laughs> of, and more than that, a, a fitness, in the fitness industry? No. <laughs> How all. did you envision your professional career playing out? Yeah, well, when I got done playing football, I was able to play some uh, semi-professional football and get, get a paycheck for playing football. And that was pretty fun. And when I got done, I was, I was going into chiropractic school. And I wanted to be a doctor for football players specifically. And I found CrossFit and developed this passion for, I would say, not just your athlete, but your everyday 99.9% .9 of people. And working through that, I, some doors closed and led me to open up a gym and yeah, here we are. So no, I didn't take a single business class in college, so. So thinking back to the day you started the lumber yard, what did that look like? I know when I joined, we were a lot smaller and uh, we still made it work. So what, what did that look like? Yeah, it was a leap of faith. I think when I was laid off, I had pretty much a sink or swim mentality where I was traveling up north, I was driving two hours to work a day for you know, a paycheck to pay my rent. I didn't have any other source of income. It was, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go all in. And if it's gonna fail, my backup plan was to go apply at Home Depot. And that, I mean, I grew up around construction and I love it. And so I knew I could always do that. And I just really dove into it. I didn't have any other commitments. It was, we're going to do this. We're going to treat people right. And just kind of watching my dad build his businesses over the years. And it was like people by people. It's all about relationships and how you take care of people. And even though this was so foreign to me, even personal training, uh, people said, hey, like, what do you think about this? And I go, okay, let's try it out. I had about $500 and I bought a bunch of used equipment and... Yeah, here we are. So that's actually something that I know I get asked a lot about um, as, a, as a business professional. Um, what was your financial backing when you started the company and what was your um, family friends support network like? None. On both sides? Uh, so I didn't have any family financial help, you could say. I literally 
I got laid off from a job, I got my last paycheck. I took that. I contacted my trainer from when I played football, who we worked out an arrangement for him to, for me to sublease his space. And from that, I pretty much cut with him 50-50. And then he decided to move on and people were encouraging me. And I was only doing personal training back then. So I did personal training for about three weeks and then people started asking, asking, asking. And we opened up our doors on March 17th, which happened to be a Monday, which was St. Patrick's Day. And people <laughs> showed up. So. Drinking or gym? Drinking yeah, or gym? Yeah, you know, it was... Decisions. It was a, it was a needs-based service where I, I knew that there was a niche within the market to privatize what CrossFit training was. Everybody was after these huge gyms, right? And we didn't have that. I didn't have money to do that. I didn't have any sort of extra resources to go out and get a building or buy a bunch of equipment. It was, we're gonna have one class in the morning and one class in the evening. And I'm gonna figure out what to do in my meantime, probably just work out a lot. And then before that, it was two classes in the morning, two classes in the evening. And then we added the 5 a.m. class, which I know you like to go to, which I told myself I would never do. Yeah. I would never open a 5 a.m. and it's our most popular hour of the day. And it's one of my favorite classes to be at, so. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, you mentioned something that speaks true to my business, which is leveraging your network and the people that you've known for your your whole entire life, or maybe there are new relationships, right. but nonetheless, working with people you like to make it work for your circumstance, yeah. um, not in a way where you're manipulative, it doesn't sound like, or um, you're doing good business, but you're utilizing the relationships, which is why we're sitting here today, um, because you have a great business. I am obviously a professional, and um, so how, how important do you feel relationships are even today in your business as you scale? Well, as you're saying that, I just think about one relationship that I really value, and that's with the guy who fired me. And it took a long time to rebuild that, but that was strictly a business decision and I respect it, like to this day. And since then, he's been at events at our gym and he's come back and he came back for all of our anniversary parties and he always, texts me or calls me and says, hey, do you mind if I show up? And I go, you know what, no. Or I go, absolutely, I do. And I would love to see you because without him and what he taught me, uh, I wouldn't be here today. So I really value that one specific relationship and whatever he does in the meantime is, is his business and, and so is mine, but it, we just try to be there. And I think that comes back to, you never wanna burn bridges with people. Right. And I can almost use that as a tool to help people and be like, hey, this guy fired me and left me on my butt. Right. And, but now it's like we have this cordial friendship of respect and mutual hard work. And I 100% attribute the things that he taught me in that short time when I worked for him to the foundation of how we run and operate classes to this day. Yeah, I mean, with one closed door is another opportunity, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's a kind of overstated uh, cliche thing, but it is true. Yeah. So, um, you know, you mentioned some things that ring true and um, and how you carry your business. It's very structured. Um, in that same structure, do you have core values? We do. We have them posted in our wall. and. We have five of them. The three that I really hammer down on are consistency, integrity, and respect. I expect my guys to be here at a certain time and stay until a certain time. We clean and mop the gym every single day. 
I think it's uh, just cleanliness is such a value in the gym industry. And I never want people to be on the floor and think to themselves, you know, it's dirty. Uh, integrity, just treat people the right way, do the right thing when no one's looking. You know, if I'm not here, they're going to run a consistent program. They're going to follow it by the protocol that we set out for them. And then just respect for people. This could be the only smile or the only sense of goodness that someone gets in a day and we want to make sure that that happens. I always tell them that when they walk through the door they've won the day. Mm -hmm. Right? It's our job to them uplift them and encourage them to whether they're sitting on a bike for an hour because they don't feel good or they've just had a really rough day or they're bearing a lot of things on them. We're not here to kind of dive into that. We're right. here to encourage them and provide a encouraging environment and community that supports them in their times of good and bad. Right. Because I think that's very understated in a lot of places. places. Yeah. yeah, I mean, core values in general, I think is a miss on a lot of organizations part, to be honest, but um, I've heard it, but I want everyone else to hear it. What is your mission statement here at CrossFit Lumberyard? Iron sharpens iron, Proverbs and, 27, 17. Awesome. Yeah. And why did you choose On that? Board. Straight to the point. There's no ifs, ands, or but. There's no way for people to misconceive what that means you know you can have this long drawn out like blah, blah, whatever it's like what does that really mean like i don't iron sharpens iron there's yeah. straight to the point what does it mean it means we show up we're going to be hard we want to make you harder the only way that we we need to break you down and we need to uplift you in the way to then create something of a new right so, yeah I mean, I could attest to being broken down every single morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> I feel broken. Um, I joke, but so if there's one thing that you could tell everybody across yeah. the world about CrossFit Lumberyard, what would that be? We're not mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people have a stigma that, oh, that's the hard gym, like in Orange County, like, oh, whatever. I think we're really nice, but that's just me. I think it's, is there's something for everyone here, and we truly do take care of everyone who walks in the door. Uh, with a big heart. I mean, we have clients from 13 to 83 and everyone in between. And no matter what happens, like within this space, we're gonna be attentive to detail and we want to help people taste success. And I think that's the biggest thing is where people don't always get to taste that. But if you can come in here and you can be successful in one thing, you know, that just creates a habitual success, 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 and it just kind of, Waterfalls. Makes people feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And do good. How? Um, speaking of that, I'm going to go backwards for one second. Um, how much of a role do you think that fitness and or good health plays in being successful? I think success can be defined by a lot of terms, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of people that relate the word success with monetary wealth. However, if you have monetary wealth and you're not healthy to use it, I feel there's no point in, being, in having that, right? So mm -hmm. I do see a common reoccurrence of successful people and successful mentors and people that I get to have relationships with, like yourself, where it's like, this is the rhythm of their day. You know, they start out at 5 a.m. exercising, they go home, they take care of some things, they go to work, and that is the rhythm of the schedule. And I think it, it's a huge part of just mental clarity, clarity, a release. When people come in here, we try to take the thinking out of it. So for an hour or whatever you want to call it a day, it's like, oh, and then you can go check your email and then you can go see your 100 text messages or right. conference calls and 
and but we want to create that sense of clarity where you don't get you don't have to think if you don't want to and we'll take care of that for you. I mean it's so true it's so true for me definitely it's how I structure my day and how I structure my day around um, the things that I know I need to do both for my family and for my, my work but um, what do people need to know about Reed that trickles through through and through whether small or grandiose what is it that they need to know about you or should know or should know or maybe that you just want them to know what they want to know um, yeah I just like to take care of people and I think the gym is I like to call it the restaurant industry and people come here because they like to eat yeah. and I want to provide a good product and I want people to understand that I actually do care and I want to know every single person that walks in the store. I want to know their husband. I want to know their kids. I want to know what makes them them. Mm -hmm. And I'm an open door as far as that goes. And I, I just, I really feel like I take on that burden of it, but it's a burden of joy of creating this, this space where people can be safe and they can come and they can talk about things that they might not be able to talk about and know that it is a safe place. Yeah, it definitely is a community. We've created, well you've created, um, a group of highly professional um, people that collaborate, inspire, encourage. It's, I mean, I think it's a gift that continues to give, which is so cool about your space, even on the rough days. Um, being a, a recipient of that, I've, I can just say congratulations for everything that you've built. What is next? How are we growing? What are we doing? How, how does Reed's uh, vision board look? It's a secret. <laughs> uh, I just want to create more opportunities for people to, to succeed in different elements of fitness. I think we've created a barbell club, which really emphasizes the specific technique training, um, you know, looking into different space. You know, I, I wouldn't say I would like to open another gym because I don't want to. And <laughs> people scary. ask me all the time and I go, nope. <laughs> uh, but I really want to dial in on how we can create specific plans to help people. And with the heart rate stuff is we do a fantastic job on getting people stronger, running faster, you know, breathing better. But I think within the, the new age of, of what it is, is we want transformation. We want to help people. Uh, you know, lose the weight that they want to lose and we want to give the consult and provide different resources and clinics for them to succeed. So. Well, I think you're doing an awesome job and um, I can't thank you enough for everything that you do for me as a thank person you. and um, for my business. I mean, everything that you do for everybody, honestly. It's really cool and um, you remain super humble, which is refreshing. Um, and I just thank you for this time. Thank and you for having me and closing yeah. down the gym like for a minute. Hey, you know, it's good. It's a good time <laughs> of the day. All right, well, thank you everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And if you want to get in touch with the gym or Reed, yeah. um, Reed, tell them how to do that. CrossFitLumberyard.com. Uh, we have an Instagram handle, CrossFit Lumberyard. Uh, check us out. We've got some stuff going on and yeah, that's about it. Everything you need to know is online and you can book a free appointment whenever you'd like. So. I encourage you guys all to do that. Um, it is amazing here. The people are amazing. Reed is just one that leads the pack of just sheer awesome um, energy and collaboration. So um, please, please come work out with us. The more the merrier. It's a party. Yeah. <laughs>